happy Monday. Happy Monday, beautiful souls, wherever you are on this phenomenal planet. Yes, it's still phenomenal. I had to make some time adjustments this morning because Lathan started middle school today. So I am super excited. Let me turn my 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 phone and bad phone on silent so we can get to an app through an episode of Shifter T- Thinking. Let's see. A lot has happened. Was on vacation, so we're back. We didn't do shifter thinking while I was away. I was doing family fun and had a great time just reconnecting. It's so important. Reconnect, reconnect. So was reconnecting with family while we were on vacation. We actually went to Raleigh, North Carolina. And it's so different when you know some history and then you go physically and you see the tobacco fields and the corn fields. It's a whole nother conversation. It, for me, it recently has been tied in hand in hand with this new Netflix series, um, Who We Are, that talks about the racism in America. And so when you go to these places like uh, some parts of the South Carolina uh, being one in particular, this documentary talks about Charleston, South Carolina. So we didn't go to uh, South Carolina. Our visit was in North Carolina because that's where my baby sister was or is, lives there now with her husband. So I just want to say thank you, both of you, for your hospitality hosting collectively with 15 of us in her beautiful two-story new construction home. And uh, they're on a half acre lot. So they're doing big things. And I'm so, so proud of them. So proud of you both. Love you, love you, love you. What else is happening? Uh, School is happening. Oh, before I keep jumping into this, I have to do sound check. I've got to do sound check. I know everyone's getting back to school. It's the first day. Okay, good. So, you know, it's the first day for a whole bunch of folks, including myself, because our little guy started middle school. He's being bused uh, to a magnet school, a STEAM school, and I can't be more excited for him. We are so excited for you, Poppy. We're rooting for you, man. And this morning, there was a discrepancy in the memo of the bus pickup time. So I ended, I I had this all planned out. I was like, ooh, I'm going to be up early. I'm going to drop him at his bus stop, and they're going to whisk him away and take him to school. And then I'll get to the office and I'll be right on time to do shift your thinking at 810. None of that happened. So one of the affirmations I have to say with myself is I am flexible. I am flexible. I am flexible. Why? Because then I get like not anxious, but I get flustered when things are not going as planned. And so can you imagine I'm in a business that is timeline driven? And so when things don't go as planned, I have to take a step back, see the whole picture, say this is happening for my benefit, my client's benefit, right? All good things happen for for the greater good. And so I, I use those affirmations. I'm flexible. So I was flexible this morning and I jumped in the car and drove him directly to school and we'll be on track tomorrow, I imagine. So the first day was full of a little adventure. You know, he had two two pairs of shoes on because he, he likes wearing these like flats, vans with no laces, but those aren't good walking or running shoes, especially if he starts PE today, who knows? And so dad and I were saying, 
uh, hey, buddy, you know, you've got your Nikes, wear those. Okay, yeah. So he puts the shoes on this morning. He's like, it's too tight. And then, you know, and then Lathan is particular about shoes and clothes, y'all. My kid, oh, you know he's my son. <laughs> so he's particular with shoes and clothes. So I have to, you know, have, I'm flexible, I'm flexible, I'm flexible. Because yes, I'm flexible. So welcome, 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 welcome. To shift your thinking, welcome back. I've been just giving you announcements and sharing and celebrating with you parents who have your children who've matriculated, who are back to school. I just talked with our front desk um, uh, team. She said her her sons or her kids won't start two weeks from now because they're in a different school district. So I know some of you are, are waiting, waiting to get to back to some normalcy in your times and schedules. For me, now let me say this, because I, I just knew I was going to go on this whole rant this morning about this, because ever since Lathan was born, Lathan is my youngest, although my husband and I have blended four children. He's got two, I've got two. And so that means our oldest is 22. So it's so funny because then the girls are the youngest and the oldest. So my oldest is 22. His youngest is four. And so collectively, my mind is like, okay, kids get back to school. We've got different programs and schedules. But for Lathan, ever since he was born, y'all, <laughs> I was like, ooh, I just can't wait till he could you know, do his own thing and an independent thing. I was like waiting from the time he was born. I was like, I can't wait until Lathan is five years old because five is like, they know how to do stuff. He's potty trained. He's this, that, and a third. He can speak, you know, I'll be able to drop him off and do different things. Um, and, and he can, you know, learn his independence. See, I, I, if you don't know me as a mom, I raise soldiers, my folks, my little people are pretty independent um, very early on. Like Lathan does his own laundry. He's 11. Um, he knows how to do laundry. He knows how to prepare food for himself. Um, just, just some basic stuff I think children should know. But you, of course, you wouldn't be surprised that I'm sharing this because I'm also the person that teaches children real estate. Go figure, right? Go figure. So now that we're here, you've got to really grasp the significance of what I'm celebrating. So ever since he was born, of course, there was the daycare. And then all the while, mind you, I've been in real estate. Lathan's been doing real estate since utero, since he, I've been pregnant, right? He comes out. And so it's adjusting my schedule and life accordingly. And so that means uh, morning drop-offs and meetings are happening between a very short window of like nine to one o'clock and then don't let it be early out which is tuesdays and then he gets out at like 12 30 or one o'clock whatever it is so that means on tuesdays my days are even shorter in terms of whether i can prospect and marketing so for some of you who followed me and watched me i am i have built my business from the ground up meaning sweat equity going to the farm uh, i don't do much cold calling it's not really been my thing but i have all the time have connected physically door to door. I've been, you know, done, you know, open house activities, community outreach activities. So a lot of that stuff has to get done before Lathan gets out of school. And then even 
you know, he gets into school, he, I pick him up and then I still have things to do through the day, but now there's snacks and naps and homework and just being a mom, right? The routine of things. I think this is perfect for the segment of today's show, which is success at your own pace, because I've learned to be forgiving, forgiving, put that in the chat, go ahead and say, you know, be forgiving of yourself. Say, I forgive myself. So I'm going to start off, I forgive myself for, you know, uh, let's just, I forgive myself. Okay. I've been at my own pace. I forgive myself to start with some forgiveness here. <laughs> so with that being said, building and designing this life that will contribute to our success, my personal success, professional success, our family success. And this is not an overnight thing. I've been at this for years, y'all, years. My first entrepreneur venture was when I was 18 as a notary and still am a licensed notary. And I've, you know, been a life and health uh, licensee, real estate licensee. And I sit back and I reflect on how in the world did I choose entrepreneurship? But I, at that time, it wasn't really this thing where people are seeking I just don't know. I just know that the way I worked when I was employed or worked with other for other companies, I, I knew I innovated things. I knew I was one to innovate the way something was done. I implemented systems. I saw how to do something better, efficiently, be more productive. And every time I did that, I noticed within myself, I said, you know, these are things that I could do for myself. I feel like I can do this. So I, I reflect now, like, how in the world did I choose to work for myself? How did we get here? How do we get here? Greetings, greetings, greetings. Um, oh, if definitely, if you're new to the segment, of course, you got to let Facebook know um, to allow you to be uh, shown on our live stream yards, like at permission or something like that. But welcome, welcome to Shift Your Thinking. So I was just doing a recap. Uh, Shift Your Thinking is where we get our inspo, motivation, where you get loved on uh, once a week. We used to do it on Tuesday. Now we do it on Mondays. Of course, um, this is where we just build and build into ourselves because we're pouring into other people throughout every day, all month, every year. And along that way, some things get lost in translate translation for yourself, right? Okay. So before we jump into that, let's get back to shift your thinking where we transform our inner experience to a phenomenal outer experience for 13 minutes of our day. We do it together. Okay. That was me venting on how excited I was about now Lathan has uh, a schedule of drop off and pickups. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm an, I'm an excited Middle school mommy. Okay. Okay. With that being said, let's do our uh, couple deep breaths. We'll take three deep breaths and jump into today's message. For those of you who are new, we are continuing our segment of Dean Del Sesso, Shift Your Thinking for Success. For mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, poppreneurs, any of you who are at work and just looking to build yourself, albeit you're self-employed, you're employed, you're starting your side hustle, whatever have you. Okay. Uh, join me. Let's go ahead and breathe in and out. 
Take your time with these. Of course, my breathing pattern will be different than yours, but it's three deep breaths where we'll, really, we'll breathe in and release so that we can receive today's message. Let's go ahead with the second deep breath. Breathe in and out. I always enjoy doing this because I could feel the release coming out of my shoulders. Fantastic feeling. Last one. Let's do it together. Breathe in. And out. Woohoo! You should feel amazing. Okay, make sure you say hi, say hello, press one, lets me know you're here. Go ahead and drop that in the comment below. Press two lets me know you shared it, meaning you are finding value in this and you know someone else that could find value in this as well. Sharing is caring. Don't keep me a secret. Uh, shout out to those of you who are tuning in on our radio podcast everywhere. So we're on Spotify, Anchor, we're on Apple, we're on some other platforms. My brain, just I just had a brain freeze. I'd have to go to the show cover. Let me see. What are we on? Can I see here? We're everywhere. We're doing lives on Twitter. We're doing lives on Facebook. We're doing lives on YouTube. Listen, where you are, there we are too. Go find me. So Mondays, shift your thinking for success. We are in episode 306. Woohoo! That means, yes, I've done this for 305 episodes so far. I think we started shift your thinking back in 2017. So we've been at this for five years. I enjoyed it. I missed it. When we completed our 200th episode, I went dark for a year. And in that year, it was about, you know, just kind of getting myself back at that time as well. I had lost a loved one and I was going through immense changes, including spinning off and starting my own business or opening my own brokerage independently. And getting married and now in school and and so a lot of changes for the better and i'm excited i'm excited i'm still excited it's like i share with my husband like now it's like ooh, i just enjoy it i still desire my husband like i'm super attracted to my husband i think he's so hot <laughs> all right Connect, build, and share with me at LA Super Asian. Just make sure you are connected. Turn on those notification bells just so that you don't miss when we go on because you'll get alert and you're like, hey, Lisa's going to go on. I don't go on often. It's twice a week. I may come on impromptu and talk about something, but for the most part, I have a very scheduled show. Monday's at 8.10, Wednesday's at 11 a.m., Pacific time for ready set real estate. And then in between time, I'm working, I'm being a mom, I'm, you know, doing the thing that I'm doing. Just keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Again, Dean Del Sesto, a uh, friend of mine, Leslie, said, You put it up so quickly, I didn't catch it. So um, good morning to you. And and I've I've missed you. And so Leslie, I will be calling you. <laughs> I'm due to call you. So Dean Del Sesto, here it is. So Dean Del Sesto is the author. She was like, you put it up so quickly. I didn't get a chance to see it. So for those of you who are new to Dean, check out the first one, which is called um, 101 Ways to uh, for Personal, like personal. This one is success. This is more for, you know, ways work and work in life, win and work in life. I am in section 19, but this for me is episode 306. 
I'm in the segment where he says true success is a pace, not a race, which is why I'm calling this success at your own pace. This is why you've got to forgive yourself, forgive yourself, be forgiving and loving of yourself that you feel you may think to yourself and self-sabotage that conscious mind may be criticizing you. Don't be your own prosecuting attorney, says Rabbi. Don't be your own prosecuting attorney in criticizing yourself for not being where you feel you should be. I've done many years of prosecuting, self-prosecuting myself because I'm like, I want to be here. I should be here. No, no, there's no shoulda, woulda, coulda. My journey is my journey for a reason. Your journey is your journey for a reason. Those journeys and experiences, trials and tribulations are seasons, right? I know I'm preaching to the choir. Are seasons. So let's continue. He says, uh, having been CEO for a large ad agency, I've worked with a diversity of people over the years. Everyone who worked in our agency was capable of doing the job and doing it well because of a screening process that was tantamount to being vetted for a senior level operative position in a highly classified government environment. He says, we put our candidates through a gauntlet of exercises with various people in a mix of serious challenges because we realize there are no bad hires, just bad hiring processes. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Think about this for those of you who bring on people to your team, going back to those core values, what things are, are important. He says, we hired with great care because we didn't want to take the culture. Go ahead and drop that in chat below, work culture. I'm gonna type that, work culture, very important. What environment are you working in? Because some of you are spending, us, some of us, all of us, I think in terms of the working world, we are spending an immense amount of time with other people in our work environment. So what work culture are you creating, not only for other people, or what work culture are you creating for yourself? Meaning you as the individual, what are you contributing to that work culture? He says, we hired with great care because we didn't want to taint the culture with capable people who were missing the human attributes, human doing. We're talking about human doing, not human being the human attributes that make a company a peaceful, collaborative, and amazing place to be. Peaceful, collaborative, amazing place to be. That's how I feel my work culture is. Just amazing, collaborative, peaceful, peaceful. He says the one characteristic of the employees we hired that we weren't able to see clearly in the interview process was how they would move through a work, a week's work. It's not funny you hire somebody and then you realize, oh, yeah, this went left. Or, you know, the new person, the new manager comes on and you go, oh, my gosh, here, you know, somebody you know, got to come in, big boss and clean up and all these changes. Right. It does create a lot of stress. He says we had to wait to see how that panned out by watching how they engaged. Some people we hired moved at a pace that was methodical leaving room for them to engage in relationship building conversations and offering them ample time and bandwidth to help others. Let's pause here when we talk about relationship building conversations. 
Why? Because we are in relationships with the nouns, people, places, and things. So when we're doing shows, um, well, excuse me, when we're doing uh, things like shift your thinking for, for success, this is you are the common denominator to what you bring to the table. I find that fascinating when people are switching jobs, switching companies, and it's, oh, them, they're the problem. True, there could be some contributing factors, but recall, see, I'm. this is what this is about. This is about accountability. This is you reflecting on yourself and your responsibilities and what you're bringing to the table. You are the common denominator in these relationships. So again, things don't change if you don't change. Things don't change if you don't change. I know you've heard it before. Let's continue. He says, some people we hired. No, I read that. He says, they had a sense of peace about them. Do you have a sense of peace about you? Are you a peaceful person? You know if you're peaceful. He says, they had a sense of peace about them. No fear-driven behavior. And they were present enough in the environment to catch things others might miss. Being vigilant, paying attention, caring enough to pay attention. I think you've got to care. Drop that in a chat in that below. You know, just C-A-R. You just got to care. Ugh, care. You just got to care. Thank you very much. You got to care. You just have to care. He says, we appreciated these people greatly. I know I do. They were an asset that saved the day on more than one occasion because they chose to move at the pace of awareness on the projects they were working on. Their helpful disposition and their awareness and insight positioned them as well-liked, and they were first to be considered for promotion. So not only were you well-liked, but you were also well-paid. So considered for promotions, raises, and other forms of commendations. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote. He says, if you try to reach goals too fast, you'll often get busted for exceeding the greed limit. He says, on the other hand, some people came on board and did their job well, but that's all they did. It's like they walked in the door, climbed on the hamster wheel, and didn't get off until the day was over. Do you know some of those people? Come in, head down, get to the grind. And sometimes you become that way because of the environment, right? You just like, I don't, I'm not here for anyone else. I'm gonna just put my head down. And I've heard this. I'm hearing this more and more. And this is kind of a sad space and place. Environments that are, let's talk about it, that have microaggressions, um, you know, those covert racism and prejudices is what creates the work environment for someone to come in and put their head down and not want to deal with anything else outside of their box, right? So I'm being sensitive to that because I know Dean is talking about it in one perspective, but I've got to touch on that. I've hear, I hear from my clients in various industries, these things called microaggressions. It's a real thing happening to to folks, even in our industry. Well, hello, Lisa, wait a minute. Even in my industry, I've experienced that and I've seen that. All right, he says, <clears throat> he says their entire agenda was to get the hamster wheel spinning as fast as they could while being careful not to fall off, uh, slow down or make mistakes. He said they did their job, which was noticeable. It's great. 
But what was more noticeable than anything else was their focus on themselves. So we're not talking about those individuals that I just referred to that are trying to self-preserve, right? Self-preservation is one thing. We're talking about success at your own pace. He says they moved at such a quick pace that they missed out on the many rewards of giving into a culture and people that went beyond their job description. He says this archetype would move so fast they become invisible to the eye of others. That's what happens when you isolate in plain sight and stay too focused on your own world. It gets lonely, empty, and the hamster will burn you out until things, until flings, until it flings you off into who knows what. Slow down a bit. Good things happen there. He says, there's no other way to put it. There's a real beauty about those who move at a pace of awareness and cultural sensitivity, which is what I'm sharing, right? So cultural sensitivity, if you're working in an environment and you're sensitive to when people are experiencing some hardships and some news and some bad stuff that's happening in our socioeconomic or a geopolitical environment, then we are creating a climate and a work culture that not only does one or two things, it lifts people up together and it inspires them to be loyal to their work because they feel cared for. They feel loved on. They feel safe. Important, important things here. He says, within the confines of their crazy workday, they see the colleague struggling with the client, struggling with the project or struggling with the goal, or if even more aware, the marriage, the problem at home, and step in to offer to help or be a listening ear. See, this is what we're talking about, creating a work culture where you're missing opportunities to build valuable relationships. Uh, this has been a dialogue I've been having where you connect with someone and you may not know why you connected with that person. If you're patient enough to watch the relationship unfold, you'll see that it'd be immense value both ways, mutually, not just one way. But you've got to be patient and be aware and culturally sensitive to nurturing that. You know, we I guess because we're in an environment of instant, instant with technology, we can look something up, we can talk to our phone, we can just, you know, swipe our debit credit cards, get money, where everything's so instant, it's so processed, it's so automated that we are losing. Um, the patience for the effort it takes to build something sustainable, which is why I go back to saying success at your own pace, not at someone else's. Let them do what they want to do. That's cool. You want to go from zero to 100 real quickly and be this conglomerate? Wonderful. That's cool on you. But as far as it goes for, for, or for them, but for you, be at your own pace. Build something sustainable, longevity, longevity. And I have to say this because especially being in the real estate industry, as I'm watching our market shift, we are shifting into a buyer's market and um, <clears throat> certain hypo markets, our local markets, certain pockets, we are seeing that shift happen now. So what does that mean? That means you now, it will take more effort to sell that property. Right. It will take more effort to garner clients. It won't be as quick and easy, it won't be microwavable, meaning you throw it on the MLS, which is our multiple listing service, and you're going to garner 50 offers. It's going to take a little effort on your part, a little more work, 
but stick with it. Because if you're in this business for the long haul, then stick to your marketing plans. You knew this was coming. You knew it. You should have your marketing campaigns ready to go. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Let's continue. He says, uh, being an asset in business and living in the purpose of who we are beyond our job is what creates a great reputation at work. See, that word care, put it back up here. Care. That word care, C-A-R-E. You have to care enough about people and what people are going through. Listening ear, very important. You, They need it. You might need it. He says, not to mention it makes a great human being. We're not talking about human doings now. We're talking about human being. He says it will take any day from being tolerable to being enjoyable. Could you imagine making your making the workday enjoyable for someone else and yourself? I do that. I find myself doing that. I want things to be enjoyable and fun. He says it makes getting out of bed in the morning a more va uh, valiant and endeavor. This goal will have you showing up to work and thinking to yourself, who can I encourage today, right? Is this you? Are you that person? Who can I make laugh or bring a cup of coffee to? Who may need my help or need me to listen? Go figure, going in with the mindset. Because here's what's interesting with your brain. The way your brain is designed, the way we're designed is that you get dopamine, dopamine is released. That's that feel good hormone. When you actually give, when you provide, when you're in your human doing and your human being, meaning you're serving and you're in your tapping into your spiritual attributes to love on your fellow brethren and fellow sistren, what happens is your brain releases dopamine. And this is the feel good hormone that says, ooh, this just feels so good. Mmm, I like it. And guess what? You magnetize that to you. You start magnetizing more of those relationships, more of those experiences, more of the positive. All right. This is science. As I shared before, he says, the small things make a huge difference. We talked about that last episode, right? He said on the last episode is being make good on your word, make good on the small things so you can be trusted with the bigger things. Not last week, the week before, because I was on vacation. He says, and the reason is drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, please. He says, nobody's doing that. Everyone is just too busy, busting tail on the hamster wheel, pushing maximum speed, looking straight ahead with no distractions. All right. Today's message call to action. Our CTA is don't be a hamster. Move at the pace of awareness and surprise others with some attentive attentiveness today. Ooh, I like this. This was great. Listen, if you haven't had a chance to connect with me, connect, build and share with me on all your favorite platforms at L.A. Super Agent at L.A. Super Agent. You do catch me on the lives on Mondays and Wednesdays and replays available on your favorite radio podcast everywhere. Listen, have a fantastic and productive week. We'll see you next week for another information-packed episode. Not an information, that's, I keep doing that. We'll see you next week for our, uh, as we continue our message from Shift Your Thinking. Bye. Love you, love you, love you. All right, I'll see you guys.